Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pathways to Business Success podcast series that teaches insights and knowledge about the spectrum of the business world. My name is Ihab Tabara, and I'll be your host. Today, I have the pleasure of having with me our amazing guest speaker, Thuraya Sayes, executive and team coach. Today's topic will be about coaching. Please, Thuraya, can you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a bit about your background and history? Hi, Ihab. Thank you for having me here with you today. So my name is Tereo, as you know, I'm Lebanese and I spend my time between London and Dubai. Mm -hmm. I come from a strategy background, having worked both as an in-house and external consultant advising senior management on growth opportunities. Th mm -hmm. Through that, I got to work on uh, various industries, I'd say, such as entertainment, real estate, hospitality and wellness, among others. Interesting. And one I learned through my experiences is that people are the most critical and um, valuable resource to any organization. And what I mean with that is organizations and companies can have all the strategies that they want. But if their people are not with them in it, then none of that matters, really. And yeah. yeah. And that's why um, after completing my MBA studies from the London Business School in 2014, I went mm -hmm. on and qualified as a certified coach. And I have since been spending my time as an executive and team coach, working with leaders, teams, and organizations on culture design and strategy execution. Wow, so, so interesting indeed. I mean, I like the fact that you mentioned people in the organizations as the key here. But could you explain to us more about what do you really mean by the culture here? Yes, I mean, when I, what I mean with culture is, so I work on three, across three levels. I work with individuals, I work with teams, and I work with uh, organizations as a whole. And mm -hmm. um, I consider that I'm in the business of culture design or culture development. And what I mean with that is, so when I work with teams and uh, within organizations, so teams or functions, um, usually I'm approached, I'm approached basically to um, work with a particular function or team who wants to become more of a team, a high-performing team, rather than just okay. a collection of individuals, really, each focused on their mm -hmm. own individual goals and needs. And um, usually teams benefit from coaching when they're wanting to either address ongoing or anticipated organizational change, which is all, all around us nowadays, Exactly. either wanting to build um, a stronger team purpose, identity and culture. Again, the, I mean, team purpose and identity are ever evolving. And especially in today's complex and uncertain world, teams find themselves constantly in a state of change and um, development and redevelopment. So we can look together about, around that and uh, mm -hmm. revisit their purpose and their identity and what is it that they'd like for themselves moving forward. So, uh, so we, we visit or we create and develop their, agreement, their agreements amongst each other. Okay. And um, it could be really breaking down organizational silos and strengthening accountability and motivation and morale. Okay. Or it could be um, perhaps addressing ineffective communication and behaviors. So, I mean, human nature, we don't like conflict. So, and oftentimes teams... <laughs> I totally agree on that. It's a difficult one. <laughs> teams find themselves not necessarily...
with uh, any tools or frameworks in order to address difficult conversations. So we can certainly work around that to make them less painful. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So that's the first bucket that I work on uh, teams. It could be mm -hmm. across whole organizations who are either going through um, some culture change uh, or who are really wanting to become intentional and conscious about their culture. And what I mean with culture, really, it's about defining how we do things around here. They are often the unspoken behavior. They are the unspoken beliefs that team members and stakeholders across the organization uh, feel and know. And they are between them and amongst them up in the air all the time, but they're not necessarily articulated. So together, okay. we, together we, we develop that. And it could be new startups who are wanting to define what their culture looks like. It could be um, new companies forming in the case of M&As. Or it mm -hmm. could be organizations who, are been, who have been there for a long time, but that their culture is no longer serving them. And so revisiting that and uh, finding a new way to, um, to define things and to really define behavior uh, okay. in the company. So these are, so the first is working with teams, their functions, it could be across whole organizations. And the, third, um, and the third element or the third target really that I work with are individuals. So okay. individuals who are typically, they are professionals who either approach me directly or through the organization and mm -hmm. who are typically going through some sort of a, of a change or are wanting to create change in their life. They could mm -hmm. either be looking to grow and develop a particular skill set. They're perhaps wanting to change a certain behavior that's no longer serving them or, or are simply looking to grow into the next level in their careers and aren't quite sure how to go about it. Fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, with, with individuals, topics, um, topics usually are around um, how do I fast track my leadership? So how do I, uh, how can I ensure that I continue being inspiring and motivating um, with my team? Mm -hmm. It could be around improving stakeholder engagement at large. Okay. Or again, communication is a very popular topic. So how can I communicate more effectively? How can I have the impact that, and the influence that I'd like? So how can I make sure that um, my intentions are really coming across and are having the impact that I would like rather than otherwise? Okay. So um, that's a set of topics. Another could be how to have greater agility and adaptability. As, as we just said, I mean, we're living in, in, in unprecedented times and change that that is coming with difficulty really is all around us so how can we um how can we be be agile and adapt to the environment exactly, exactly. so how, how how can we do that how, how can we have the inner resources that will really equip us to face the challenges that uh, are around us today that's that's another okay. popular one especially in today's times and since the pandemic has started Everyone is being Absolutely. pushed in all sorts of directions, especially leaders. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want to, um, if I may, uh, ask you one. Uh, you mentioned about the culture change and communication. Can you give us some like real life case example to give us a, a you know, small thing that you really do at work? How do you can change a person' communication? You know, they want to fast grow their track. Can you give us some? Share with us some uh, some. Uh, 
case study that you did yeah, or examples? Yeah, sure. I mean, with communication comes a variety of subtopics, right? It could be that um, I don't have, uh, I mean, I, I find it difficult to articulate my thoughts especially when it comes to high-pressure meetings. So oftentimes I prepare okay. and I'm ready, but given that the discussion, the conversation can go in all sorts of directions, then oftentimes I'm, I'm unable to be and to perform as well as I would like during high-pressure mm-hmm. moments. So how, how can I make sure that I keep my calm and cool during stress? And how, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, That's a very important topic, by the way. It is. I mean, it's easier said than done, but there are certainly ways that we can can work around and on in order to make sure that the leader keeps uh, keeps their calm and cool and uh, doesn't lose their clarity when it comes to high-pressure environments. Is is there a tool or something to resources to use? I mean, there are different resources. So, um, so sometimes I use some neuroscience-based frameworks in the sense of, for example, wow. there's a framework that I use called the ABC model. So, um, and yeah, uh, uh, autonomy, belonging, competence. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, it's that, but also some level of mindfulness. So, uh, so how how okay. do you, uh, how can you really? Uh, remain in the moment rather than because because when when it's high pressure then you then you're either you're not in the present likely is you're not you're no longer in the present moment so you're either like skipping forwards and are worrying about what's going to happen or aren't or are simply resorting to past scenarios that didn't work for you and so abc is really just getting aware so a is for awareness becoming aware Awareness, Taking a yes. step back and breathe, and then choose mm-hmm. choose what you want to say or do. It sounds like a lengthy one, but reality is it can be done <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a couple of seconds, and then you're on track. I just love it, by the way. So yeah, continue, so please. you can take note of it. Feel free of that you have. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I will, I will. So that's one framework. Um, another is around uh, giving and receiving feedback. I mean, it's quite a popular topic because oftentimes um, giving and receiving feedback is it's, it's a difficult process for the perhaps for the person who is giving the feedback and also potentially for the person receiving it. Yeah, Who's especially in the yes, case of yes, not yeah. so uh, favorable or not so pleasant feedback. But that's part of awareness, basically. If you're aware of yourself, you're ready to accept any feedback that people will give you. No, you're not wrong. Not at all. It does definitely take a certain level of awareness and maturity, really, to to accept uh, any kind of feedback, right? It's easier said than done. I mean, we've all been in instances where we're thrown off uh, off balance, especially if it's unexpected. So so if you're not prepared or if the person receiving the feedback is not, uh, is not prepared already Ready. exactly mm, mm, uh, that mm, it's going to be mm. a difficult conversation uh, often sometimes they uh, it might uh, the impact might be um, exactly brutal brutal or uh, demotivating or something exactly. of the sort so um, yeah. so uh, definitely there are certain tips with regards to giving and receiving feedback so um to, mm-hmm. to make it, uh, I mean, some tips that I can share with you are one is not to, so to have the feedback about the work itself rather than about the person. Per- yeah, person, so, so yeah. this would yeah, make yeah, it yeah. less damaging. And there is a, okay. there's a model that I share around that, which is the coin 
model. So COIN stands for, C is for context. So you're setting the context, you're saying, mm. uh, you're giving some background information. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, O is for observation. So, um, so okay. I can tell you, okay, remember Ihab when we were in that meeting, this is the context. Mm. The observation is... Okay. Um, reflection, maybe some sort of reflection. Uh, not reflection, actually observation is, is factual. That's the, that's the key. Yeah, that's factual. the key here. Okay. For it to be a fact rather than uh, the impact or, or an emotion. So the observation, okay. so that okay. so that it's less damaging and less less hurtful, and so that the person can can receive it. You're you're just articulating a particular observation that you. Um, so, for example, if somebody said something, you can you can literally exactly. revisit the words rather than say uh, okay. you made me feel this or that because feelings are are. I mean, they're not necessarily exactly emotions. emotions. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> exactly. facts. So it's a trickier world to delve mm. into. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I, the coin model, I is for impact. So the impact that that, impact. Had, that, that the behavior had on you. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. N is for next steps. Next steps in the sense that how would you like uh, this person to behave moving forward. So what is it different that you'd like them to, uh, how else or how different okay. you'd like them to okay. behave? So that's a coin model. So these are just a couple of examples um, that I can share with you um, to really um, illustrate how coaching is very much science-based rather than, uh, I mean, there's a, there, there are sometimes, there are conversations that I have with some leaders that perhaps maybe tend to have some negative connotation with coaching or that perhaps maybe it's fluffy. Well, guess what? Uh, okay. I mean, the majority of my work is with, um, with business people who are, uh, who are most of the times are... Who have, yeah, who have knowledge and skills. And, uh, who uh, are, who yeah. are left-brained, who, who love structure, who like models, who don't like anything like... Uh, uh, Exactly. So coaching can be tangible and, and yeah. it is certainly um, science and uh, yeah, science, science, uh, science based. Wow, wow, wow. I'm so inspired here. <laughs> Thank <by> you. <laughs> Thanks. It's, uh, it's worth noting, by the way, you have um, so these conversations, whether with the individual or with the teams or across the organization, I mean, coaching is very much it's not about lectures. So, um, and, and this is something that uh, I really work hard to communicate with, the, with clients. It's, it's heavily experiential mm-hmm. sessions. So say we're having a team coaching session, uh, for example, with, the, mm-hmm. with a team. Uh, these sessions are heavily experiential. And what I mean with that is that, so I don't, I don't come in and bring slides. No, they're, they're actually, um, so we're working hard to create a psychologically safe space so that, so that the team mm-hmm, members mm-hmm. and the leaders can have the conversations, the essential conversations that they wouldn't uh, ha- otherwise have elsewhere. So, Yeah, you, you need trust, I think. I mean, the trust is the key here because it's psychological safety, like you said. You need to feel comfortable in your space. Otherwise, you won't be able to share so many information yes, to the yes, other person. Yes, absolutely. Trust and psychological safety are key. In, uh, in enabling, really, mm-hmm. in having, in creating the space that's needed for effective com- uh, conversations yes. to be had. Okay, okay. I want to go back to the ABC. You mentioned A yes. is awareness. Breathe. B so breathe. So taking, 
Yeah. A breeze. Okay. See and choose. see. Choose what. Yeah. Choose. Okay. So clear now for me. Awareness. Breeze and choose. That's very uh, powerful tool, by the way. But the, I mean, to, the, to practice it is not another <laughs> issue. But the, the, the idea of of grasping it first, and then maybe you can start to practice it somehow. But that, that's a. So I'm going to hold you accountable way. to practice it. I'm going to check in with you next week. You have. Well, uh, I really need to practice it, but that's another topic we talk, can talk about. Another <laughs> By time. the way, it's a mindfulness tool. And the, and the reason why, um, why there's breathing, it's because, I mean, people can access different, different uh, parts of their brain when they're able to breathe rather than... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Yes, you're right. Actually, uh, there's so many research and so many articles that I read about the breathing, five seconds, 10 seconds. But actually, yeah, you... Uh, I don't know what happened in the brain inside the new exactly. brain or something, but really you can't uh, refocus and recapture your own, uh, you know, if you're in stress or anxiety or whatever thing. So, so you can really exactly. calm yourself down. Exactly. Basically. And then you can choose from a place of uh, like consciousness rather than a reactive place. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this question for our viewer, which is a really interesting question here. What is the difference in that case between consulting and coaching? Yes, I love this question. It comes, it comes up very often because, um, I mean, they're oftentimes mistaken for each other. And, and they do have mm -hmm. commonalities, I would say, but they are different. So they, are, they do have commonalities in the sense that they're both in the service of the client. But consultants are... Um, I would say consultants are there to give advice, right? So, so firms and companies exactly. hire consultants to give them advice, to come up with strategies and to give them advice. And uh, you, go, uh, mm -hmm. you go to them with a challenge and they come back uh, to you with suggested ways to tackle that challenge. Coaches, on the other hand, mm -hmm. uh, they're equally in service of the client, but the way we operate is different. And how so? I mean, um, we... we us coaches, we work alongside the client to help them come up with their own solutions to challenges. I, I'll give you an example. I, I'll give exactly. you an example to that. So take, yes, take conflict. So we were just uh, discussing uh, difficult conversations and conflict. So take conflict or having difficult conversations, for example. I can give you all mm -hmm. the slides in the world and you can read all the books you want about conflict resolution, for example. But, but the, this, yes. this will likely enlighten you. <laughs> and it'll expand your knowledge. But does it necessarily mean that you will mm -hmm. know how to handle difficult conversations? Not necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. So you, Yes, yes, exactly, yes. You read, 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 but actually you need the facts, or we need the action plan, or a practice, exactly. or something so, to so do the it, right? coach, This is where the uh, role of a coach comes in. A coach works with you on uncovering mindsets, belief systems that are deeply rooted and are getting in the way of you moving forward. So, so in the case of difficult conversations, mm -hmm. if you have a um, direct report who you want to give or deliver give difficult feedback uh, for, and mm -hmm. uh, you're finding it difficult to communicate that, uh, yeah, approach exactly. him or talk to him. More, more yeah. I mean, oftentimes yeah. or likely, you have a set of beliefs that are preventing you from delivering that feedback. It could be, I mean, uh, some usual suspects yes. are, I don't want to hurt my team member. I don't want to lose them. Um, there are all sorts of uh, talk or mind chatter. Oh, I don't want to get, oh, I don't, I don't want to get fired. Exactly. Also. 
in case I say something bad to my uh, direct boss, Absolutely. I don't want to get fired or I don't want to yes. get blamed. So, so fear, yeah, yeah. fear gets in the way. Fear, fear. of being kicked fear. out of the company, yeah, yeah. fear of not being liked or being liked less. There are all sorts of excuses that uh, we come up with that would prevent us from uh, delivering difficult feedback. So, so this is where the role of a coach mm -hmm. comes in. We work with clients on uncovering those thoughts and belief systems and uh, in order to equip them and then equip them with uh, tools, with frameworks that would enable them to, um, to, to move forward, which is in this case, deliver, the, deliver uh, the feedback in an effective way in a not harmful, in an unharmful way or in, a, uh, in an unpainful way. Do you have an example for the framework uh, here? So a part of, uh, I mean, there's Coin, for example, there's Share. Uh, Coin is okay. one of my favorites. Um, um, what others? I mean, there's, uh, there are all sorts of frame uh, models for giving and receiving effective uh, mm -hmm. feedback. But the key here is, I mean, the key tip okay. is to, as you said, trust goes a long way. So, so trust, building, okay. building uh, the connection and the trust as a first step is essential, right? So, so taking away this threatening. Uh, uh, you mean uh, between the uh, the client and the, I mean the the, uh, the the employee or the team and yes. his direct boss, or you mean the coach? No, and I, in the that client? case, I mean uh, between the person delivering the feedback or giving the feedback and the person uh, receiving it. Yeah. So building the connection okay. and removing okay. any potential doubts uh, around uh, threat. Yeah. That's important. So taming, taming the, okay. the uh, direct reports uh, fears in regards to, um, I mean, it's important that the employee understands that the, the manager is not there to um, really to damage, right? To, 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 th exactly, to threaten him to or damage. something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so these are mm -hmm. just examples. And um, going back to your question around the difference between coaching and consulting. So as you can see, both are at the service of the client, but coaching is very much... Uh, uh, the client comes to the coach with a set of um, objectives or goals that they want to work on. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. together we design mm -hmm. our alliance, we design our relationship and agreements around how we're going to tackle these. But okay. ultimately, the, the belief here is that the client holds the solutions within themselves. And it's just uh, some noise that's, exactly. uh, that's coming exactly. Exactly, disturbing, coming in the way of them, them moving forward. So, mm. so, so, so coaching is about behavioral change, ultimately. This is the absolute objective, which is to really be able to uh, give the client some um, actionable um, steps and feedback that they could take back to their workplace and implement right away. Okay. So it's not, I think it's also, it's not only behavioral change, but some action. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That, right? I mean, it's not, uh, so, so the way that looks is the client comes to us with a, with a, with a challenge or with a set of challenges. We together in the first session, we explore what that is and we come up with a, we, co we come mm -hmm. up with uh, a set of objectives and milestones for us uh, to work together. And then from there, mm -hmm. we design mm -hmm. a plan of action to go uh, to go about in order to achieve these objectives. And as you said, this entails uh, behavioral change through taking some action steps at times, reflecting at some other times. So there's a balance between the being and the doing aspect.
what is the, what is the um, average time or sessions normally that you do with the uh, individual, let's say? I mean, what's the, the is there like an average number or like yes. how many sessions yeah. normally? Yes, I mean, I tell, the, I, I usually tell clients, obviously, there's no one size fits all and it, I mean, nothing is set in stone, but on average, yeah. uh, I work with my individual mm-hmm. clients uh, between somewhere between three to six months. And um, okay. while us meeting twice a month, sometimes, uh, sometimes, I mean, every two okay. weeks, sometimes every three weeks. And um, I mean, the reason why I don't know, I don't know the perception about that. Is that too long? Is that too short? The the one thing that I tell my clients is that coaching is not a quick fix. It's not a quick fix in the sense that I'm Mm. not here to tell you what to do. Uh, On the contrary, yeah, we you are need to discover of yourself you, uh, of you really uh, finding out what is it that you want. So, um, so three to six months, uh, heavily experiential, and um, these entail some homework every uh, every after every session. It could be an exercise. It could be um, some questions to reflect on. Ultimately, my objective is to get every client to a point where they are their own coach rather than them becoming dependent on okay. me. So basically, uh, some homework Well, not like that intensely, not LBS style, not from the business school style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bit less, okay. but uh, definitely very rewarding, I would say. It's, it's, it's an investment, and I mean, I've been, on the, I've been a coach, and I've been a coachee, a client, and I can tell you it's the best investment that anyone can okay. do uh, in themselves and for themselves. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, there's so many things to learn about ourselves, to be aware, and to find a solution yeah. and goals yeah. in I our mean, life. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of clarity. It's a lot of fulfillment. It's a lot of uh, making sure that you're waking up to your potential rather than having um, some of your potential being wasted due to whatever reason. Okay, interesting. I'm going to try to recap and summarize for our listeners here. You mentioned the coin, which is the contact, observation, impact, and the next step. And you also mentioned about the ABC frame, which is the awareness and the breeze and the choice. And it's all about the cultural change. Yes. Uh, yeah, with regards, yes, to, uh, with regards to the coin, the C is context. Context, so it's the background. Yeah. Ah, context, yeah. sorry. Yeah, 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 context. Sorry, sorry, yeah, context. So, yeah, a lot of uh, information here, Thurayaf. Uh, thanks so much for enlightening us with all these uh, details and information, and especially the framework about the conflict and different conversation. Thank really you so much, Ihab. I hope frank. so. I really hope that this is, uh, I mean, gives some food for thought for our listeners and to you, and uh, uh, you're taking away some valuable, uh, perhaps some thinking points to reflect on. Well, uh, most definitely, yes. A lot of thinking points to really consider going for coaching, basically. <laughs> or having, having a session with you. I don't know. Thanks, Ihab. Thank you so much. <laughs> so thank you, Thoraya, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Thanks to our listeners for being here. Stay tuned and subscribe to our next Pathway to Business Success podcast series. And I look forward to speaking to you again. Have a great day, everyone, and goodbye.
Thank you for listening to Pathways to Business Success podcast. It has been a pleasure to have you and I hope you have enjoyed our episode. If you'd like to listen more to our experts, interview and amazing speakers, please subscribe and come and find us on www.dspectrum.co.com. Thank you.